Hey guys, I'm Andy Ziesmer. This is On Mission, a show where we are going to be exploring what it looks like to live out the mission of Jesus in our everyday lives. Uh, A Jesus mission is a mission-sending organization. Uh, We send people into the world. We have about 18 countries that we serve in right now. Uh, It's amazing to watch what God's doing around the world. Go to uh, jesusmission.org to to learn more, to be a part, to see everything, Uh, or you can subscribe right here on YouTube. Uh, Andy Ziesmer is my name, again, president of A Jesus Mission. Or you can subscribe to the Jesus Mission channel where we will be bringing you a lot of other content, a lot of other stories, a lot of other things that are happening. This invitation to you to join in this show, uh, I'm really excited about what we're going to be doing with this. I'm really looking forward to the guests that we have lined up ready to come share about what it looks like to live out the mission of Jesus in our day-to-day lives. This show will be kind of a hybrid of conversation about evangelism, about how we are transformed by the gospel to live differently in front of other people and how we declare the gospel, how we live out the mission of Jesus. What is the mission of Jesus? We call our organization a Jesus mission for a reason. It's not because we just wanted a kitschy, super Christian-y name. We really wanted something that defined what it was we were trying to do. A lot of people have actually asked, why? what is it you do? Why, why do you do so many different things? What's your one thing? How do you hone that in as a, uh, with your vision or your mission statement? You know, the questions people ask about organizations. Well, our one thing we do is the mission of Jesus. And that's to seek and save the lost. We get that from the Bible itself. The text itself is, is sufficient for how we shape our lives. And so, the invitation to you as we do this show going forward is is learn this with us. Not just the word of God, but learn out how to live it out. Learn how to do the word of God with us. So I'm going to be bringing you a lot of different conversations on this show. We're going to bring this show weekly. We're going to have uh, stories from people. We're going to have conversations. We're going to have interactions, like sit-down interview type stuff. I travel a lot for a Jesus mission, and so some of these will be way low production, but really good conversations. Some of them will be sitting here at my office in Camas, Washington, where I live, uh, recording stuff like this, how we how we examine the word, how we dig into the, the stories of the gospel that transform the way we live. And so the ultimate goal of this show, like I said, is going to be how we learn to live out the mission of Jesus. I wrote a book uh, in 2020 called Our Mission in Christ, Becoming People Who Will Change the World, in which I spent a lot of time researching and digging through the word and having conversations and, and formulating how we as Christians should live differently, how we live in a way that creates impact in the world. That's why we call it People Who Will Change the World. <laughs> Actually, there's a show on a Jesus mission we we just named kind of after that. It's called People Who Will Change the World. You can watch that on YouTube uh, as well, on the a Jesus Mission YouTube, in which I sit down with people who I know are living out the mission of Christ in their day-to-day lives and are actually being an agent of change for the gospel's sake in the places they're serving. Most of those people are missionaries with the Jesus Mission. Uh, so go to youtube.com slash Mission, or you can find the links on ajesusmission.org and, and watch some of those because those conversations, though they are sometimes short, are really awesome. They're impactful to see how God is using different people in different regions of the world. So this one though, On Mission uh, with Andy Ziesmer. That's how you can find it on on podcasts or on YouTube or anything. Um, On Mission with Andy Ziesmer isn't about me telling you how to live on mission. This is going to be about letting the word and the church as a whole uh, shape the way we live out the mission of Jesus. And so um, subscribe (laughs) and we're going to get started in this. Uh, This 
ultimately should be a conversation. So please tweet at me, message me on Instagram, uh, Facebook, find the ways to connect and let's, let's talk through this. If you have questions about how we live out the gospel in our day-to-day lives, send them and I'd, I'd love to either find people to discuss them here with us or I'll tackle them or maybe I've tackled them in my book and we can, we can examine them further like that. So this it should not be something you just consume and listen to and then discard. I want this to be conversational. I want this to be interactional. So be a part of this with me. So to start today, I wanted to start at kind of the, the birthplace of, of even a Jesus mission. I've taught this text a lot of different times in a lot of different churches because I really think it gives us the most simple, clear picture that I can just grab 10 verses and show you what I believe the heart of God is for humanity and and for the way we live our lives. And so uh, a Jesus mission, I use this one quite frequently to kind of give a picture for that. So I think it's the best spot for us to start today. So I'm going to read through verses 1 through 10 of Luke 19. Uh, If you're a part of a Jesus mission and you're listening to this, you've probably heard me say this before. You've heard me teach through this. Like I said, if I've come to your church, I've probably already taught this text, but it's because I think it's just a simple, powerful picture. So I'm going to read it, we're going to examine it, and then we'll we'll, we'll pull some things out about how we live on mission. And then we're going to continue the conversation every week, like I said. So here we go. Luke 19, I'm reading from the CSB, the Christian Standard Bible, just because it's the first one I grabbed sitting here in the office, not because it's one particular translation that I love or something. You'll probably hear me read from a few of them over the course of this conversation. So Luke 19 verse 1 says this, he entered Jericho and was passing through. There was a man named Zacchaeus who was a chief tax collector and he was rich. He was trying to see who Jesus was, but he was not able to because of the crowd since he was a short man. So running ahead, he climbed up a sycamore tree to see Jesus since he was about to pass that way. When Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to Zacchaeus, hurry and come down because today I must stay at your house. So he quickly came down and welcomed him joyfully. All who saw it began to complain. He's gone to lodge with a sinful man, they said. But Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, look, I'll give half of my possessions to the poor Lord. And if I've extorted anything from anyone, I'll pay back four times as much. Today, salvation has come to this house, Jesus told him, because he too is a son of Abraham. For the son of man has come to seek and to save the lost. That last line, to seek and save the lost, that's what the mission of God is on earth. (laughs) That's what Jesus's mission on earth was. One of the most searched things that brings people to a jesusmission.org when they they search our website or when they just search a term, we we get the question all the time, what was Jesus's mission on earth? I think, again, this is a clear picture of that. I'm gonna read or pull out a few things here for you because I think as Jesus is walking along and he sees Zacchaeus in the tree, there's something that happens there that that challenges the way I look at people. I look at people differently after learning how to apply this text to my life because I, I live in a city where there's a lot of homeless people. There's a lot of people, there's a lot of crime around us. There's all of these things that you just kind of want to avoid. You, you're walking down the street and you want to step over this person or you want to avoid this person or that person. or even the person sitting across from me at the coffee shop who maybe wants to have a conversation, but I don't want to. The gospel challenges the way we interact with people. And Jesus's mission here is really clear for us. I want to tell you this story because I think it is a good picture uh, of how this (laughs) could look in real life. 
Pierce and I. Pierce is the executive director of A Jesus Mission. He's going to be starting a new show called Naked Church that you're going to want to subscribe to also, uh, where he's going to be examining how the church operates in the world. Um, but Pierce and I, he's one of my best friends. We went to this golf tournament together, a professional golf tournament. It was like a, a cool moment for us. We love golf. We're kind of nerds. I might even put some uh, videos on the channel about golf as time goes on. But um, we were at this event. We were watching and Tiger Woods was playing. Tiger Woods is arguably the greatest golfer of all time. And, and so the goal when you pay to get a ticket to get into one of these things is see the, the golfers, right? You want to you watch them play. And so we're the, we strategized how to get the best view of Tiger at any given moment. So I remember Pierce and I were like, well, let's skip that hole and shoot ahead you know, to the next hole he's going to be playing and get to a good spot on the side of the green so when, when he walks by or when he plays out or finishes out that hole, we'll get a good shot. We'll get a good view. We'll get good pictures. Um, and then as soon as he would putt, you'd run ahead. You maybe miss the next hole, but you'd run ahead to the further one so that you could get a, a, a spot right by the tee box to watch him tee off and be like, I, I got to watch Tiger tee off from eight feet away. That was a big deal. And there was a strategy to it. I think that's the strategy that Zacchaeus was applying here as he was rushing ahead to get ahead of the crowd because he was, the Bible says he was a short guy. He was rushing to get ahead of the crowd, get up in the tree, watch as he came and passed by. Now imagine if as Pierce and I were standing there watching Tiger Woods putt out, Tiger finished, he looked over and he said, hey, Andy, Pierce, you guys want to get lunch afterwards? We'd have we'd have been shocked. We'd have been knocked back on our heels because we weren't expecting that. That's the reaction that we see happen from Zacchaeus here because he just wanted a glimpse of Jesus. He wanted to see what this was all about. And yet as Jesus walked by underneath him, it says he looks up and he says, come down because today I'm spending my afternoon at your house. Now, I can only imagine what Zacchaeus was feeling, but I also can, uh, we, we can not even just imagine it. We can see the reaction. We can see the transformation that happens based on this interaction. And so when Jesus does this and he goes and he spends time with Zacchaeus, that literally transforms his life. Zacchaeus goes from exhibiting all of his own natures, his selfish tax collectory kind of vibes. <laughs> and it, it transforms that to where he becomes a generous person. The nature, the character, the person of Zacchaeus was transformed when he interacted with Jesus. That's a, a, a clear picture. Again, if we're talking about the picture that this paints, the gospel transforms our lives. The interaction we have with Jesus, we are broken, wretched sinners, just like Zacchaeus, and yet the gospel, the person of Jesus, when we interact with him, transforms the way we uh, interact with God. It transforms our nature. It transforms everything about us, or it should. If we're not rejecting the gospel, if we're accepting who Jesus is, Romans 10, 9 says, if we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart, God raised him from the dead, then we're saved. That is, that moment, that transaction, not transaction, that's the wrong word, but that moment in which we interact with Jesus and we repent and we call out to him and we recognize our need for a savior, just like Zacchaeus says, I, I, I need to have this, this interaction with you, that is a, that's a life-transforming moment. And that should challenge every bit of our lifestyle and our nature. And so Zacchaeus becomes generous. It says that he gives back, he's gonna give back fourfold what he's stolen. Can you imagine having stolen and cheated your way to a successful life and then being like, I'm going to give it all away. That's what the gospel does in us. It changes who we are. And so I think if we're going to look at how we live our lives on mission in the way that Jesus lived his life on mission, then 
this picture of him walking underneath and looking at Zacchaeus should challenge the way we look at people. That's part one of this thought. We should look at people differently if we're going to live our lives on mission. We cannot go about our day-to-day saying, I'm going to live on mission and then just ignore people. (laughs) That, That literally is contrary to the way we see Jesus live out the gospel or live out his life among people. The, the, the other piece I want to pull out here is that as at the end here, Jesus says he came, the son of man came to seek and save the lost. That's, that's where I'm going. The son of man came to seek and save the lost. In a Jesus mission, we just say his mission has to become ours because the, there's no point in us going about our lives, living our, uh, on mission with any various method that we can choose unless we understand what the point is. And the point of all of these things is to seek and save the lost. That's why Jesus came to earth. You and I are the lost people <laughs> in this story. And, and we're the ones who need Jesus to transform our, our relationship with God. The, the way to God is through the, through the Son. The way to the Father is through the Son. And so this, this story, this picture, this examination of how we live our lives really starts there with the gospel changing us. We can't go about any other part of this conversation. Uh, We can't have any further episodes of this show without realizing we just need to have an interaction with Jesus. We need to have our lives transformed by Jesus. That's what changes the hope of eternity we have, which changes the way we view people, which changes the way we live our lives. This would be a pointless show for you to listen to if you weren't striving to live your life like Jesus did. If you weren't striving to live out your life in the way that we can reach those around us, then then don't ever listen to another episode of this because that's all we're going to be talking about. How do we live our lives practically? How do we evangelize practically? How do we share the hope of the gospel with others practically? It's by being transformed by the gospel. That changes the way that we interact with others. And so this show is going to be a continuation of this conversation. This is a starting point for us, but it's going to be a continuation of how do we apply the text, the Bible to our lives? How do we encourage one another as the church and push each other forward to live out the mission of Jesus? So subscribe to this. If you want to hear these conversations uh, as we carry on, uh, like I said, we're going to be inviting other people. We're going to have a lot of um, sit down kind of podcasty vibe uh, conversations. We're going to have somewhere I'm opening it up and sharing to you. It's going to be an ongoing thing because I don't think that that, that we'll ever really achieve exactly the way that we should be living our lives on mission uh, unless we're doing this together as the church. Um, the author of Hebrews says, don't give up meeting together. This is an example of that. We, we challenge one another through the word and through conversation and through being the church to live on mission. So, Uh, Thank you for listening to this. Again, subscribe if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or some other podcast streaming platform. Subscribe there. Uh, Subscribe on YouTube slash Andy Ziesmer. Uh, Also subscribe on YouTube slash Jesus Mission because youtube.com slash Jesus Mission. I think it's assumed in 2022 that the .com is included. Subscribe because you're going to want to see all these other things that are going on. Uh, Right now, you can go and watch a a documentary that we released back in August. It's called Into Ukraine, a story of being the church in a war zone. Here's the trailer for that. That song that says, where were you when they crucified my Lord? And 
And the question the Ukrainian people are asking is, where were you when they crucified us? And that's how we feel right now. As, as lives, tens of thousands of lives are being snuffed out, the beauty of the gospel is a gospel that is like God himself. He's the suffering God. He, he enters into his world to suffer with the people. And just like Jesus was crucified on a cross, he did that willingly. And the, the children of God, as we see in the scriptures, there is a suffering theology, theology of suffering, where the fragrance of Christ is made beautiful as as, as lives are being destroyed. This war has changed people, but Lord, you have used this and you will continue to use this for dozens of its local community that it is. And to watch that happen, like this isn't me, I don't know what I'm doing, this isn't our organization, this isn't, you know, all these people on their own, we don't have the means to, to, to do what's happening right now. This is God. Man, there's nothing like that. Us asking Faye, like, do you get it? Do you understand, like, why that has to go into Ukraine? Does that make sense to you? And uh, Faye just looked at us and she's like, yeah, because it's better for you to risk your life than no people will starve to death and do nothing about it. And that just struck so deep with me and my wife that, like, she, she gets it. She had words that we didn't even have at the time for it. We risk our lives to bring people food because Jesus says that if you seek to keep your life, you're going to lose it. And if you lose your life, you'll gain it. And that, like, he wasn't sarcastic when he said that. And it's a literal fact. Like, when you lay aside your ambitions and your dreams and everything that you want to do, and then you selflessly try to seek what the Lord wants you to do, that in that you find joy and life. Okay, that video, that, that documentary that we released is a picture of how the gospel has transformed people's lives to where they want to live differently. And that's why I think you need to go and watch that and just get a picture of how the church is responding to the needs in Ukraine. That's an ongoing thing. Uh, to date, we've helped deliver over a million pounds of food to within just mere kilometers of where the front lines are in the war zone. Uh, the, the point of doing that is not to just save lives physically, but because it opens a door to share the hope of the gospel we have. That is only done through the lens of our lives are transformed because of the gospel. And so thank you for watching uh, this. Go watch that show. Go watch some of the other episodes. Be a part of what's happening. I'll be bringing you more as I travel uh, the world, sh helping share the gospel alongside local churches and, and ministries uh, as we live out the mission of Jesus. So thanks for your time. Uh, again, can't wait to talk to you next week. We'll see, see, we'll see you later. That was a really bad outro. We'll see you later.